gentlemen, fans of all ages, welcome to a brand new episode of Fans, uh, where you, the fan, can compete. I'm Derek. I'm Nina. I'm Z Rob. Hey, what's up? I'm Kristen. <laughs> welcome to a new episode. How y'all doing? Excellent. Good, good, good. It's pretty lit. Dwayne? Dwayne welcome, bro. Here. Well, Dwayne's yeah. back. <laughs> I think I was gonna make it tonight, you know what I mean? But we here, we ready. Yes, Let's sir. Too, baby. Let's go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, All right, quick, so do you know who else is here? I gotta give a special shout out. Um, Derek's with the hair. I'm gonna call you Harry because like y'all don't understand, like we gotta enjoy this while it's here. It's like the McRib. Look, man, I can't, I can't, it's, I, I give credit to Mariah. That's, is she wants it, so I, I'm, I'm giving it. <laughs> not going to be petty. All right. Yes, cool. sir. All right. <laughs> Today, we're going to introduce a brand new, a brand new segment uh, called Producer Spotlight. We'll tell you guys a little more about that. Um, we're going to give our top five album intros as well. Um, which I'm sure is going to be a very uh, fun discussion. Um, but before we get into all that, we just want to remind you guys to uh, follow us on all social media platforms at OTS Media Co. OTS Media on YouTube. Subscribe, hit that like button and the notification bell if you haven't done so already. Uh, you can find this show and other shows on the OTS Network on our YouTube anywhere you get and anywhere you uh, you get your podcasts. Uh, so yeah, let's go ahead and get into it real quick. Uh, Janine, um, believe you have a brand new segment for us. Yeah, let's do it. So this is producer spotlight. Um, I was inspired or I thought that we should do this when I was taking a trip down memory lane at the beginning of the year, I was revisiting a lot of songs that had me in the chokehold from like 17 to like 21. And it was a lot of producer tags that hit me like, I totally forgot about them. And I think that a lot of times um, the artist is the one who gets a lot of the shine and flowers, et cetera, but we don't consider the people in the background that are just as important, if not more, of making a banger a banger, producers being one of them. So this week I am doing The Runners. Um, so The Runners is a electronic and hip hop production from Orlando, Florida, um, and it's with Andrew Hare, also known as Drew Brett, and Jermaine Jackson, also known as Maine Zane. Um, their years in the game is like two, 2000 to present. Um, they noted that their influences are Timberland and the, the Neptunes, and their trademark producer tag is kind of like a ringing, like, ah, followed by the the runners, and that lets you know that it's about to be a the runners joint. So just a couple of my top picks from that producer duo is Damage by Chris Brown from the exclusive album, Come In Day oh. 26. Mm. Come, come In Day 26 from their Day 26 album. Ecstasy by Danity Kane from, from Welcome to the Dollhouse. Hustlin' by Rick Ross. Go Get It by Jeezy and R. Kelly. Hey Daddy by Usher and California King Bed by Rihanna. That's a good, that's a good, 
I they had like hella stuff, and it was like I didn't know Hustler was on was on that list, and I didn't know that California King Bed was on that list. So like, whenever y'all have time, just kind of go through their discography. Like they had some bangers. Yeah, one of uh, my favorite ones, like slept on a uh, joint that came out. I think in like '08 was a uh, Go Ahead. And it's a like Flo Rida, Fabulous, Fat Joe, Rick Ross. Like yeah. that oh, was yeah. like electronic pop. Like I don't, it was, it was, it was, that joint was fire, bro. Yeah, it's just beautifully done yeah. what they yeah. do at the And so you were listening to them on, on, you said on a road trip? No. So I was like, taking a trip down memory lane. I mean, we can call oh. it a road um remember i told y'all i listened to the entire day 26 album inside the top bottom singing every single song then that led to me listening to danity kane then that led me listening to um old chris brown which is where all of my picks came from so it was like high school nina (laughs) in a play yeah hey did you say i'm so hood I'm so hood is on there, but that wasn't a part of my list though. Okay, no, I just I couldn't remember because I was just like, I just started singing that in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I don't remember their tag like that. Really, yeah, it's always it like a five gum commercial meets eight oh eights. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, that's perfect in the description. Actually, that was amazing. Thank you. Yeah. I just I, I don't know why their tag doesn't stick out to me like that, but of course, I do remember hearing them for sure. But that's that's one of those that just kind of like, I guess like early on I wasn't really paying attention to it like that, like I do now. So that's probably what it is. But well, not just that's nice. Damage and like now you're gonna hear it every time. Yeah, yeah. And I I give them credit as opposed to like a lot of other producers, because some had like a real quick like so and so made this you know, one second tag and the runners was literally just a and most people mm-hmm. said the runners. Like, they didn't say their name. So, mm-hmm. like, if it was Khaled, it was Rick Ross, it was like the runners, the runners or something like that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But you didn't really hear their name too much. You just heard a and then yeah. the beat drops. Real simple. Yeah. I like I like subtlety, so I'm, I'm, I'm I can appreciate that. I like that. For sure. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I look forward to the next one because that's going to be. I'm sure. I'm sure, Chris. I'm sure you're going to want to. Oh yes. Take I, over. So yeah. I got. I got two <laughs> on the time between the, the drop on on everybody next episode. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. So uh, we're going to go ahead and get into what I'm sure is going to be a lively discussion <laughs> of our our top five. Mm. album intros um this is a actually kind of a topic that um that uh i wanted to discuss with you guys because i hadn't heard many people talking about this aspect of of albums and i think now coming into the era of music where um albums aren't really like as prevalent as singles are in this day and age I think it's it's great to to give appreciation to the art form that is uh, album making. So, uh, who wants to go first with their list? I'm I'm intrigued to hear who 
who has what. Pick me, pick Ladies me, pick first. Me. Pick me. <laughs> I just want to run through mine because like, it's not going to be a lot of detail. Literally why I picked all of them. I feel like a good intro sets the tone for what the project's going to be. And my yeah. picks just did that for me. So again, I'm a woman, so I found loopholes. I'm not going to listen to rules. I hear what I want to hear. So is it five? Maybe, possibly, it might be. But I feel like I started my list with, <laughs> I started my list with, it's implied that Meek Mill's dreams and nightmares is going to be on everybody's list. We found out somebody in the group, not going to say any, any elbows. It's not on their list, but I just assumed it was on everybody's list. I have an honorable mention because I think when we think of intros, we definitely think of like rap albums. But I wanted to say my honorable mention is Supermodel by SZA on, on the Control album. I think it was beautifully done. It set the tone for that project. Now into the rap shit. Um, so this is the same artist, but good, good morning um, by Kanye West from Graduation. Dark Fantasy mm. by Kanye West, mm. by uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, and Ultra Light Beam, Kanye West, Life, Life of Pablo. Um, Wesley's Theory by Kendrick Lamar to Pimp a Butterfly. Su super funky. I was like, this is my joint. I, I didn't get yes. past for like a week. Like I was just, mm -hmm. and then at that time I had like bass inside of my car. It was a wreck. Um, three P. <laughs> Three P, Lil Wayne, Carter Three, What Up Gangsta, Fifty Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying, and then my Drake collection, Tuscan Leather, Nothing Was the Same, Legend, um, from If You're Reading This Is Too Late, and that's my list. Girl, that was like fifteen, wasn't it? That was like, yeah, so you was... find a loophole, but it was quick. That's not even that a loophole. Just straight ignore the rules. Yeah. <laughs> What? Right. <laughs> Yo, you're gonna you're so so of your list. I'm gonna need you to give me what your top five are of that list. What are the top? Yeah, this the is the top move five. On. Now you shook. <laughs> I feel like I feel like implied doesn't count. So I'm not. That's just implied. That's great. So let me go with Wesley's theory for sure. Three P for sure. And give me good morning. I kind of was. Okay, that's three. Oh, three. three. Okay. Three. All right. I can, I can count. Um, <laughs> Is that hookah? <laughs> I can count. Um, <laughs> Ultra Light Beam, that's four. Okay. And then Tuscan Leather. Five. Okay. All right. All right. I'm not mad at that. I did. I did not expect you to swap Tuscan leather for something else in Terrasante. What do you think I was gonna swap it for? Dreams and nightmares. No, no, because that's implied. I said that that's that's already implied, so I'm not gonna list that. He's already intro. on the pinnacle of intros. In Terrasante again. Again, I just made a model. Sorry, but. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. Who wants to go next? Dwayne, we haven't heard from you much. <laughs> I'm actually intrigued to hear the rest of you guys first. You know, I kind of want to, you know, 
take this take this back real quick and just listen to y'all real quick because I'm, I'm I'm intrigued. You know, y'all said we might have some similar, so I got to hear y'all's first. Okay. Actually, I, I want to hear Derek because because Derek was right, the fine. one. Fine. Who threw off everything? I'll go. I'll go next. Okay. So I have my top five. Then I have some honorable mentions. So there will be no judgment. And if there oh. is, <laughs> I I couldn't care less. Let me just let me just put it like that. You know, I, I literally could not care less. Okay. All right. So this man said right. there will be no judgment. I don't care. All right. <laughs> so like like Janine, I'm gonna give my my honorable mentions first. Okay. No church in the wild, watch the throne. Hmm. Can't knock the hustle, reasonable doubt. Uh dreams and nightmares. Little niggas. Revenge of the Dreamers. If you have not heard that mixtape, because I you did talk about mixtapes uh, yesterday, Chris. So if you have not heard that mixtape by uh, Dreamville, you need to go listen to that. Um, it's on SoundCloud. You can't. I don't think you can find it anywhere else. Uh, and then Chicago Boy, Shea Butter Baby. Um, oh, sorry. Chicago Boy. I'm sorry, but yeah, that that set the tone for that album tremendously so that's my honorable mention so i'm gonna give my top five um and i had mm. to play around with this but uh this is this is this is in order okay ambitions as a writer all eyes on me mm. uh tuscan leather nothing was the same intro from uh, 2014 forest Sills drive I do not care if any of y'all judge me for that. Uh, Ultralight Beam, Life of Pablo, and uh, Shireen, a.k.a. Master Splinter's daughter, the kid Mad City. My top five. All right. All right. No dispute? No, 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 no arguments? We good? No. Okay. All right. All right. Because I, I expected I expected the 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 guns to be drawn from you, Chris. To be completely honest. <laughs> no, man. I'm I'm not like the the only ones that like I I didn't have Tuscan leather like even in my honorable mention compared to like some of the other ones like I got really? on my list. Yeah, like when I when I actually say my list, like you'll understand if you were like remember some of the songs. And so it's like okay. respectfully in comparison, I just couldn't really Look, say like it was five tuscan leather nothing was the same I, i've already told you nothing was the same is drake's best album to me that's that's his thriller that's that's his confessions that's his that's his you know uh pride and joy um the the intro on that i thought every track was phenomenal to be completely honest, but I thought that the intro on there, Drake's intros, album intros are just like, they're phenomenal. Uh, you know, like even if the album sucks, usually the intro is is really good. Um, but this one was his best one, so I I, I couldn't really. Yeah, this one Honestly, was his best one. I feel like Champagne Poetry was better. Better, like Champagne Poetry had me in a choke. Hold for 2021. It was really? so, yeah, bro. Like when the when the bass kicked in, you know, from uh, Navajo, because you know he took mm -hmm. Navajo from Masego. 
Mm-hmm. So like when he just started flowing on a doom, 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 champagne poetry, like mm-hmm. for me, I tripped out as a musician because I love the beat selection. I love the uh the beat, like the actual like rhythmic note that he came in on. Because mm-hmm. one of my favorite flows of all time is Biggie. I think Biggie was like masterful with like weaving in and out and using like the offbeats. And so when Drake like kicked off the sun just going in on that and like I caught all the subtle shade that like he threw you know when he was like throwing the shade at Kanye it was like you know forget evaluations I want to see personal funds you know he just like weaving between everything it was just like this is just nuts it's so you know what kind of um like threading the needle bro yeah but you know what kind of like takes that down for me is uh, uh uh the team up with Kanye after that so yeah. it's like if you're gonna if to me if you're gonna be on that energy be on that like be on it like, I mean stay on there like for I mean, a while at least Peter Tatter so you know as cool yeah, as Drake, it would be to, to meet Drake one day I never really took Drake as a tough guy and throughout no, no, he's not. every single album, he throws shade. And he teams up with the same people he throws shade at. Whether it be yeah. Wheezy, whether it be Jay, or even yeah. like girls. You know what I'm saying? The same chicks he threw shade at is the same chicks he sleep with. Or he'll sleep with them and then he'll throw shade at them later. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, mm-hmm. that's that's what he does. He throws shade. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I I at least hold that same energy for a year, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it kind of... That's why, like, Tuscan Leather was... To me, that's more of a classic. I, I Champagne poetry isn't classic to me. That's not classic. I'm sorry. There, I'm, I'm gonna go back and listen to Tuscan Leather again. Did yeah. you say that you're in your nothing was the same Drake era? Me? Yeah, like, currently? I don't know what era of Drake's albums I think I'm in right now, to be honest. Um, maybe in between, nothing was the same, and and if you're reading this, is too late. Same, I teetered that. Maybe, maybe I'm in between there, yeah. Cause like, I don't know, I don't know. I like, I don't identify with Drake's albums like that. Same. To be honest, I, I can't. It's too emotional. I can't. He's he... <laughs> <He's too emotional. laughs> like I, I'm look I'm I know for a fact especially like for people who really like kicked it with me like they yeah. might think that like I'm emotionless because I like operate logically but I'm very in tune with my emotions I just don't operate a lot off my emotions mm-hmm. and so when I hear somebody like Drake it's hard to relate because I'm like bro this is so emotional right now Mm-hmm. Like, I understand when Kendrick was like emotional, 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 emotional. Ah, why are you emotional? Like, yeah, <laughs> bro, chill. I mean, I I think it's it's good as an artist to to display emotions. I just like Drake. Drake is different because I I actually don't believe him. I just it's hard to believe him to be in that that space emotionally because he's always switching up like just as fast as Kanye switches up sometimes 
Drake switches up that that fast as well. It's just not. I don't think it's is as public. Like, well, not publicized, but I don't think it's as talked about. Because he he bounces from emotion to motion, like almost like every track. It's just it's it's just different, and it kind of it's feels emotional. It's. I don't know if I want to say that. Maybe but that's like what you just said. <laughs> but it's like it's like a ro- roller coaster of emotions. It's like it's like I don't know if that's too emotional. It's just maybe too many emotions at once. <laughs> I think as, as creative, sometimes you have to operate inside side of that space. Like I have to create. I have to like make these different right. singles. I can't stay hung up on this one emotion for a whole year. Like I got to go through a bunch of them and bring them together to somehow make this collective. Mm-hmm. But it's like that's like in one song though. Oh, you think it's he just like verse, verse to verse? He just be all over verse the place. to verse. He's just all over the place sometimes. Like I just yeah. don't know where he is sometimes. It's just it's hard to locate. That's why I can't really. You ask me which one I relate to more right now in my life. I don't even know to be honest. I, I think the penchant of Drake, um, and not to like deviate too far into discussion with this, I think the penchant of, penchant of Drake is the voice of this generation, like the mm-hmm. the late Gen Z, excuse me, the uh, early Gen Z, late millennial, because he's what a lot of these people are, and it's a bunch mm-hmm. of emotions that want to be heard, um, and it's basically wearing your experiences emotionally. Right, and right, so right, right. he's like the type of person that has like a lot of power, you know, the type of person that can like have a lot of influence, tell stories mm-hmm. to their friends, and, and get all their friends to be on their side. Like, man, you know, <laughs> I would have did this. Yeah, bro, I right. know, I know. But like, you really want to did anything? But mm-hmm. because that's majority of people, it just kind of like hypes him up even more. And so it's, I think, for him as an actor, actors often operating like. The mindset of being able to play a character, play a role, like, you know, fit in a certain like viewpoint. And I think he's able to lock into that every album for somebody else who is more emotional rather than like hands on, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Problem solving, gonna get it done. And so that's why you got a lot of people like, oh, yeah, I relate to this. It's like, yeah, because neither one of y'all gonna do something. Yeah, no, that's true. So in, in Drake one, is all talk. Drake is I'm all saying. talk. I'm I like, like I couldn't make it as concise as I wanted, but I feel you because I'm like, in yeah. one song you'll talk about how you a thug, half folks sleeping with the fishes. You loved mm-hmm. on like a stripper because she broke your heart, and now you hate everybody, and you and your mom was broke. You never knew your dad, who you are super close with currently. Mm-hmm. Like it'd be too much happening. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's it's a lot. So yeah, I guess maybe he is emotion like too emotional. I I, I like I just don't want to. You know why I don't want to say it like that? Why? Why I agree with you? I just I don't want to say it like that because it 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 brings a negative connotation to I feel emotions. So that's why I'm trying not to. I'm trying to like choose my words correct, uh, like cautiously with it. But at the same time, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't I don't think there's nothing wrong with, with being emotional. Like you gotta feel it. I just think that for something like what he does, 
it kind of waters it down because you, yeah. you went from like you you make believe at this point. Yeah. But he makes me believe it in the moment. And that's my thing. Even if he don't mean it, make Can me you... believe it in the moment. He does that for me. Every he time, though? Because that, he got that's the microphone. The, I, don't, I don't believe him. I don't either. I don't I'm like, like, crept around the block, turn the lights off. Like, what, what are you, what are you going to do? Like, what are you he actually doing? literally is just driving by the, by the house being a creep. You're just like, looking. You're not going to do that. Yeah, you're not doing anything. You're not being a creep. and i believe he would do some creep shit like that (laughs) yeah that i believe but that's like what are you actually gonna do like Uh, there were there were two notable moments that let me know his raps are not for real one i will never forget the episode of punk when he was uh in the car and they staged the earthquake he's like oh my god she's pregnant and I'm like, yo, I feel for like people who are, you know, at a disadvantage, like physically when, when an yeah. emergency pops off. But like listening to like how he was talking, I was like, oh, you really putting on an act when you behind the mic. Yeah. Like he was like, oh, my God. And I was like, oh, so that ain't you. But then the second thing that like he can't live down, I don't care what nobody say. The story of Adidon wrecked oh. him because you oh, want to yeah, play as tough as you want. And then everybody like, oh, he got Jay Prince on his team. And I was like, if Jay Prince and, and Drake was really that bad, why ain't Pusha been in touch yet? Matter of fact, how did they leak a phone call of you fishing for information on Pusha T? You literally no. was trying to pay people to find out info because he pulls your card that bad that you could not come back from it. And he's like, you can say what you want, but you can't find lies on me. I found the lies on you, bud. Yeah, I that it was between that and him asking LeBron for permission, um, or clearance rather to respond, and that's where it, I just I was like, mm. why you're asking a non-rapper who thinks he's a producer <laughs> who doesn't know lyrics to anything he 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 sings along to or raps along to. You're asking right. him for his his opinion on whether you should respond or not. I like no, no. Like Drake is not about that life, and and it's okay. Like you don't need to be. I I think it's just for me. It's just not. I can't believe. That's why I think like is I'm just I limit where I put Drake in terms of like um. I don't know some some of these uh, these projects really is is it's just like you said earlier, Chris. It is it is an act, you know. He, he's he's an actor, he's an artist, and I'm okay with that. I just yeah. I just don't like that the, the conversation goes to like people actually believing he's gonna do this, that, and the other. Like if he was actually involved in Triple X's murder, murder, like. Yeah. I, I think if he was involved in it, it'd be on some like Marvin Harrison type stuff. But yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> to not uh digress too much further so we can continue with uh these intros, I will say this last thing. There's a reason why, as much as I still like appreciate Drake as an artist, mm-hmm. my favorite Drake is comeback season. Okay. Yeah, I'm not I, yeah, look, comeback season is phenomenal. Yeah, I agree with that. 
I think that's when Drake was best as a rapper. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the last time we got really a rap project. Hey, but you know, <laughs> people like to argue with these. Okay. So, I agree. Before he retires, he needs to come out with a rap album. <sighs> he needs to before he retires. But, uh, all right. So, let's go ahead and, and, and get into... Y'all's like, intros. But I guess it's on me. I'm I'm assuming yeah. Dwayne was last. So uh well since dreams and nightmares is implied, I will remove that from my list. But I will say we gotta shout out Dreams and Nightmares because for me, one of my criteria was uh it had to be a bona fide intro, like track number one. It couldn't yes. be like there's an intro then track two for me. Yes. And yes. uh the fact that like on Dreams and Nightmares. Dreams and Nightmares was the intro, and it's just like, yo, this is nuts. Yeah. Like, that beat switch is just, like, that, it's an all-time classic. Yes. Um, I will refuse to say ones that have been said already, so I can't use Ultralight Beam as much as uh, I thought that that track was, like, crazy. Crazy. I want to give it its props, though. Ultralight Beam was just fired because... Um, you didn't expect to hear Kelly Price and Kirk Franklin and Chance on a track with Kanye, like yeah. especially like the very first track, and it's just this real like spacey synth that comes in, and it's like so empty where you can like kind of just paint your own picture with it, and it's like they rapping, they talking about real life, you know. It's like they're rapping like a prayer, but then like Kirk actually comes through with a prayer. Then you got the choir in the background and like Ultra Light Beam was just nuts. Mm-hmm. And I think it's such a beautiful intro too because it perfectly set up Father Stretch My Hands as track number two. Like that was like an intro that just threw a perfect live, but like it ran. Yeah. That's special. But um, so ones that haven't been mentioned, number one, Southern Pride intro by Ludacris. Okay. Like, when Luda came through on that, and that guitar, and he's doing that double time flow over the whole beat. Woo! Cause um I never forget like the first time I heard that like you know he, he did like two music videos he did that and like blow it out all in one and like just hearing that was just like so intense because Luda like like a lot of folks forget like Luda in his prime was I don't know who honestly could beat Luda on a track in his prime the only exception is like. Of course, like Eminem, but you wouldn't hear Eminem and Luda on the same track. But like sure. the type of energy, the lyricism, the wordplay, the cadences, the flows, like Luda was on like a different stratosphere. So uh Southern Fried intro for show. Um number two. B by common. Okay. Like that intro, yeah, was like yeah. That intro was so beautiful. Like, and he comes in with that that bass, and you can't catch the beat. And it's doom, ding, doom, 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 do
I want to be free as the spirits of those who live. I'm talking Malcolm, Martin, my man, Yusef. Like, B was just such a beautiful album front to back. And I think the intro really set the tone for, like, probably one of the most, like, sonically pleasant albums that got put out in the last decade. Uh, Number three. This one was just so raw to me, and I work out to this one. Uh, The Mob by Lil Wayne from the Carter 2. Like, cash money, yup, bruh, bruh, bruh. Yeah. Words to your mama, I. Ah. Man, like, I just know that, that, that song. Like, I felt like The Mob was like, so raw it, it it gave me like refined birdman jr vibes mm-hmm. because he ain't had no chorus it was just four minutes of straight bars right and like it was on some life real mob type gangster stuff too and mm-hmm. uh actually like the carter too low-key is like my favorite little wayne album i think like that was the most like refined album the Carter Three is like really nice. I think the Carter Three was like more commercialized, but like still really dope. Kind of mm-hmm. like when Kanye did graduation as opposed to like late registration. I felt yeah, like yeah. the Carter Two was just like he still had that like bit of raw with it. So I feel like the mob really set that up. Um, another one that gets slept on. The prelude for Jay Z with Kingdom Come. Yeah. Guess who's back and this is a new era got a fresh new hat. Fresh like Manny B. J like Annie Freak. Man. I just love how he ended the song. Like, bro, bro. And I'm going to type this in just so I don't like ruin the lyrics because I'm so hyped. Like, I just, like, listen to this on repeat. <laughs> no, because I know they say it's like, I used to think rapping at 38 was ill, but last year alone, I grossed 38 bill. I know I ain't quite 38, but still, the flow so special got a 38 feel. The real is back. And then the flutes just come in. And, like, mm-hmm. listening to that, like, from Kingdom Come, you got to remember, like, that was off the heels of an American gangster. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, it was still that, like, kind of like black exploitation like like pimp type you know yeah element to it so like when you hear the prelude it it's like elevator music meets hip-hop and like jay just came in with like the perfect like tone just laced through it just all oh, man yo so many bars so yeah i said uh southern fried intro b the mob prelude and um one that hasn't been mentioned. <sighs> I'm going to pull a Janine on this one. Here's a loophole. Because it actually was a mixtape, but it later got released as an album. And uh, so much, I mean, it was so prolific that uh, can't Grammy nominated. But All We Got by Chance the Rapper mm-hmm. from Coloring Book. Mm-hmm. All We Got just nuts. Nuts. Stacking the vocals, the harmonies. You start off with Donnie trumpet, and of course, as a trumpet player, I'm already lit. I'm like, "Ooh, what's this?" <laughs> and it's like, "Music is all we got." And then shout out to like, "Yay!" They they put the house beat in the middle of it. 
<laughs> Chance just rolled that flow so nasty. Am I yeah. Bro, that, I re- that song goes hard. <laughs> I really want Chance to like go back to that. Bro. Have you heard yeah. Yano? I want to say. He dropped a song how. like a month ago. It's like a, a five and a half, six minute track that even goes like house beat like halfway through. That's a that's my jam, bro. I I've been listening to that in the gym faithfully. Okay, no, I haven't heard that. And and Chance actually, he, the bars are back. The bars are back. I yeah, I think Chance. Um, I think Chance kind of got caught up in the commercial success. Yeah, yeah. I think he got caught up in the commercial success because, um, like the big day, I thought it was it was cool, but I was thinking like coming off Coloring Book, I was thinking we we're gonna get something like that mixed with acid rap, something like you know, like that's what I was expecting. So when I heard the big day, I was just like, eh, yeah. But no, I ha- actually I have heard these these three singles. Uh, you know the the highs and the lows, a bar about a bar. I have heard those three, and I I do I think the bars are back for sure. But I need I need I need chance to come back, man. I need I need an album. I need an album, like now. I'm surprised man. he's still wearing this three hat, man. I mean that's that's the symbol. I think Chance kind of yeah. fell into one of them unfortunate like ruts where yeah, man. I don't know if you ever seen me talk about it in the, on the sidelines group, but I hate, I hate hype beast. I hate mm-hmm. hype beasting. The whole culture mm-hmm. is stupid to me on so many fronts. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, that's not like really be pissing me off, man. This is like, yo, think for y'all selves. Stop riding everybody yeah. else. And yeah. as a like consequence, it ruins so many dope elements in like a lot of different cultures because mm-hmm. people just like go OD on something. So like Chance comes out with 10 days and it's cool. Mm-hmm. Like you you made a, a mixtape when you were suspended for 10 days. Clever concept. Um, then you come yeah. out with acid rap. Now admittedly, you did not like make the album for the sake of having taken all those drugs. But because you were on all those drugs and you made the album that kind of inspired like some of the beats, we get that. So now people are like, oh, this is what he's going to do. Chance gets saved, you know, gives his life to Christ. And then people officially label him as a Christian rapper. And he's like, I'm I'm not a Christian rapper, though. Like, yeah. I rap about all elements of my life just like y'all. So, yeah, mm-hmm. like in the same album that had like, Kirk Franklin and T-Pain saying like, yo, let's give our lives to Christ. Let's not drown. The very next song he was talking about, let's take a smoke break and like blow hella trees. Yep. The very next song. Yeah. So it's like, now he don't even know what to do because y'all label him like three different ways. He's like still growing in his new morality in himself. Mm -hmm. He made something so prolific. He changed Grammy rules. And we know the Grammys don't really care for black people. Right. And like right. black art. So it's just like you're in a whole nother stratosphere that you did not prepare for. Right. People coming at you every which way for every which thing. And I think it really kind of like 
mentally drained him. Probably. Because, I, I wouldn't be surprised by that. Because I think around the same time he had his daughter and he got married. Mm-hmm. So like daughter, marriage, now you on like Kanye's album and his like protege, like you're Grammy nominated from a mixtape. Like you're the hottest artist in the game and haven't dropped a official album yet. Like right. it's a lot of dip on your chip, especially when he was what, like 23, 24? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, huh. so I, I I think he just needed time to like kind of chill out and, and just like grow into himself and kind of be out the spotlight word to John Morant. And um I think that'll just like <laughs> help him, you know, find what he wants and you know, because the big day was not it. It, it, it was wasn't. not it. It wasn't. But you know I, what I think would actually help him on this next project is if he did it with his brother, Taylor Bennett. Which I I think some people will sleep on him. And I don't think people a lot of people know about him as much as he's been out here. Um, I I think that was hard on Taylor because when he came out, like how many people do you know is like known as a gay rapper? Right, like, right. So I, right. I think because he he came out as like gay, and that was like a bigger thing than like him actually being a musician. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I think that's that speaks to society as a whole. We we actually we care too much about someone's personal life, yep. you know, instead of the art. Now, if you put it in your music, it's fair game. It's fair game when you when you speak about your personal life in your art. That that's that's fair game. But when they don't, when it's not something that's so profound in their art, like it might be like subtly mentioned or whatever, but it's not like it's not a spotlight on it. That that's where I think it goes too far. Like we don't we really don't need to talk about it, you know. Um, so I, I I don't I don't think Taylor got the the um fair shake coming out, no. but I think if they both did an album together, I think it would yeah. actually help them, you know, both deal with what they, with what they're dealing with. To be honest, I can see that, that pressure I, off. I think some of the best chance came when um, man, he was just free, you know. Like, yeah, I like that that chance. Um, like Vic Mensa, kids these days, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Donnie Trumpet chance. Yeah, because their music was actually just fun and free. There was nothing like it out there. So even when Donnie Trumpet dropped Surf, you thought it was a Chance mixtape because like Chance was just mm-hmm. free. You just flowing, yeah. yeah. Like I really think he should do like a a, a joint venture with Donnie uh, Trumpet, honestly. And like Taylor can like, on some songs, but yeah, yeah, I'd like to hear that. I'd also like to hear him with Childish Gambino again. You I know? like that. I like yeah. that to, together. I'd like, sure. I like that. Yeah, but real quick, just to give a recap for everybody, my my five, based on ones I wasn't listed. Southern Fry intro by Ludacris, B by Common, The Mob by Lil Wayne, The Prelude by Jay-Z, and uh, All We Got by Chance. And then honorable mentions, um, Under the Sun, Dreamville, Revenge of the Dreamers 3, for like Luke, yeah. the baby, just going off. Um, of course, Champagne Poetry by Aubrey Graham. Um, some old school joints, Regulate by Warren G, because that was the first track. Um, can't knock a hustle from Jay Z's like reasonable doubt. 
mm-hmm. um, a lot by Twenty One Savage. Cause I think those are like really good intro tracks, but like they weren't like yeah, a lot was the intro. I didn't even remember that being the intro. That was that was the that was the first track, and it had okay. it had J Cole on credit too. Oh that's no, no, he, for sure. So that's 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 in one of my honorable mentions. I forgot all about that being. Yeah, and then lastly, from uh, my favorite artist on Dreamville, who, no disrespect, I think is the best artist on Dreamville, uh, Boz. And with um, yeah, man, Boz doesn't get enough credit, but uh, on Milky Way, the intro Icarus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With with Ari Lennox was just nuts. And it just comes in with the spacey scent, and then she's just, then like, and then he just the bruh. It's great bruh. relaxation music. Yeah, there were there were so many nights I used to just drop, like when I was still living in Mississippi. When I dropped, bro, I just remember driving down like Lakeland, like blasting Milky Way from like front to back. I treated Milky Way like yeah. I treated too hot a riot. It just yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you lock in. You play that front to back, bro. Yeah, no, like you can't, you can't skip anything on 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 those albums. He does not get looking for the. He doesn't. I'm looking for Boss to come out with another album soon. I think he said. I think he announced he's supposed to do something soon. But I need, I need one bad from him. He's overdue because he used to do it every two years. Yeah. Yeah. Been a while. Okay. Yeah, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm done. No problem. No problem. Dwayne, you're up, bro. Uh, so uh real quick. Y'all remember y'all stars real quick? Y'all like, yeah. Oh, you want us all Sam? Yeah, like give me y'all five real quick. All right, real mine was good morning. Ultralight Beam, Wesley's Theory, 3P, and Tuscan Leather. Uh, mine's was Ambitions as a Writer, Tuscan Leather, Intro from 2014 Forest Hills Drive, uh, Shireen, a.k.a. Master Splinter's Daughter, from Good Kid, Mad City, and Ultralight Beam. Mine was a Southern Fry Intro, Ludacris, uh, B by Common, The Mob by Lil Wayne, The Prelude by Jay-Z, and uh, All We Got by Chance the Rapper. Solid, solid. Okay, so I'm up then, I guess. Uh, shoot, we'll get right into it then, man. Um, y'all didn't do these in no particular order. Y'all just went like right, oh, right. Yeah. Cool. Oh, I did mine right. one through five. <laughs> I, I, I can't, I can't give you an order. I'm just gonna give you five, and that's just go. That's just for me. You feel me? So, <clears throat> for the record. I do have a long list, but I'll get to my honorable mentions. A couple y'all did kind of throw in there in some of y'all's lists, but they was honorable mentions anyway. They wasn't going to be in my five. But I got Lupe's Food and Liquor, real. That was on my the list. Rides, the way that <laughs> thing rides. It's my boy, man. Food and Liquor I can go to all the time. All right. <clears throat> yes. Next up. Yes. I got Lil John and the Eastside Boys, Kings of Crump. Throw it up. Oh, shoot. Was that the intro? God. Pretty much. <laughs> Y'all, this is where I was confused because, I mean, you know, I was like, is this like something that says intro or first song on the track or what? Because, I mean, 
Yeah. See, so, I took it as the first track, the yeah, first I, thing you hear right. when that track starts. That that because well, yeah, I know there because some some but, some people's from some lists weren't necessarily the first track. Like it would be an intro even if it was brief, even if it was brief. So that's what threw me off with this list. So I had to like kind of rearrange some things in my list, but it is all right, all right, you know, a little bit, you know, because real technically, I was saying intro from Lupe is food and liquor, but then when I saw people kind of like go into like the technical second song, I was like, well, okay, that'll be real, you know. But either way, who's on? Who was the second song? Who had the second hey, song? Which one did I do that was the second song? Uh, mm-hmm. What Up Gangster? Yeah, yeah. Because technically the intro to Get Rich or Die Trying is that coin flip. Gotcha. Well, it didn't make my official top five, so I'm still in the <laughs> Yeah. Fair point, fair point, fair point. Yeah, that's her loophole. So, I want to say the intro to Food and Liquor was actually a spoken word, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like a spoken word piece. That you okay. got into. Yeah, it was kind of like a spoken word piece. Um, so again, this isn't necessarily the intro, so I had to flip this a little bit, but I got Dr. Dre the Chronic. That's the Dre Day. Mm-hmm. Even though the intro okay. is just as funny because Snoop Dogg is basically dissing Easy E and Jerry and everybody in like the funniest like dialogue ever. So you know, mm-hmm. I mean the chronic. Um I got Usher's Confessions. And of course, last but not least, wait, hold on. What was that? Was that four? Was that three or four? Yeah, throw it up, the real confessions. Uh what was the other? Yeah, that was, that's those are the three. Okay. Yeah. Confessions, Kings of Crump. Okay. Okay. So yeah, not next up, up. <clears throat> next up, I got DMX, and there, then there was X. One more road to cross, baby. Straight up. As soon as I hear that, get him, boy. Go right into that song. Boom, good. Uh, and then, of course, my final one. I had to say this for last is my technical loophole of my own right because this is technically a cheat code. <laughs> I got. <clears throat> Speaker box love below ghetto music and love hater baby. Ghetto music is top tier. Yeah, yeah. Have that. Yo, we're gonna have to have an episode because I'm gonna go in on the hype beast machine that is Andre three thousand lovers. I'm an outcast lover first. Same here. But yeah. my honorable mentions in that would be uh, Childish Gambino camp outside. Never forgot when I first heard that song, man. One of the yeah. craziest, craziest songs you'll ever hear. Yeah. Um, I have let me see. I got Erica Badu Worldwide Underground with Bump It. And then I got Wale's the album about nothing, the intro about nothing. Oh man, I forgot all about Wale. And of course, <laughs> can't forget my boy Big Crit, because this was actually like my first real project that I listened to when I got on the music. Forever in a day, wake up for sure. Even though it has like an alarm sound, which is technically the intro, it's like kind yeah. of that coin flip. So, wake yeah. up to me is like the first song on that album. So, that's like an intro for me. So, that's... hey, let me tell you like, first time I heard Forever in the Day, me and, for those who don't know, I went to school in the Jackson State. 
You know, I rep hardcore. I lived in Mississippi for nine years, you know, straight up in Jackson. We love Crit. I've seen Crit in concert like four times. Man, first time I heard Forever in the Day, me and my boy was driving back to Michigan. I was sleeping in the car. That nigga had the song blasting, and that alarm went off. I woke up shook. Because <laughs> I did not expect, bro. <laughs> That thing. He's like, oh yeah, this that new crit. Like, nah, bro, you can't say that jolly. Like, yeah. I thought I would die. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yes, that is. I I can't forget that. So oh, good crit, intro. Crit, crit does love his intros, man. So I, I, I gotta give him. I gotta give him that. You know what I mean? So definitely. Well, oh, and um, as much as I made fun of Derek, and I always call him emotional because he like R and B a lot. I just be playing y'all. I like R and B too. Uh, now that I, I've, I've given that uh, that that answer, I forgot to mention this one because uh, a song that like I could just blast on repeat that I think is like so dope and is a really good description is uh, "Cracks in Mr. Perfect" by Neo off the Red album. Like that, it just comes in and it's just like a really good like track for him to tell a story. It ain't like stacked with a whole bunch of instruments. Um, it's not like a whole lot of vocals going on. It's just like him just singing about like, yo, I mess up all the time. <laughs> and it's so crazy, like to think about his life now. If you actually know the song Cracks in Mr. Perfect, it low-key describes like even what he's going through regarding like the divorce with his wife. And it's just like that was a honest to goodness, like factual song. Yeah, like it's yeah. it's so nuts, but like I just it's it's just a really dope intro to like hear R and B. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of R and B tends to be like emotion based, and it's either telling your feelings about yourself, a situation, or somebody else. And so for him to like kind of just open up, you know, the book to him, mm-hmm. like that vulnerable was just like, dang, this age well. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give another uh, two honorable mentions uh, since we're going to go the R&B route. Uh, <laughs> Miguel, All I Want Is You. Uh, sure Thing. That 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 uh, All I Want Is You album. And uh, Adorn from Kaleidoscope. I, I, those are like... Kaleidoscope Dream started off with Kaleidoscope Dream though, didn't it? Adorn, unless I unless I'm because I want to say um, it's like kaleidoscope dream and like that was the first track. I'm no, I'm saying kaleidoscope dream is six. I gotta look this up now. No, I'm sorry, five. Yep, you're right. Yeah. Dang. So Adorn is and and Adorn oh, is one of his most yeah. recognizable tracks. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying, and sure thing as well. So I, I those Miguel to me, I, like I think when he's hot, like when he's out and he has a, he has a project out, I think everybody loves him, but and gives him his flowers. But I think when when it's you know during those quiet times he doesn't get that same love you know what I'm saying right. so I gotta I gotta say him as well 
because Adorn is crazy. Yo, I forgot one. I only remember because you know I love stories. I, I call myself trying to be smooth. It was a girl like I had a like super huge crush on, and so I had like asked her out, and she obliged. This is like, yeah, twenty thirteen. She, <laughs> she did. She 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 obliged, and I was like, oh man, it's good. But I was like, yo, I gotta make. Well, I had picked her up, and we was gonna go like eat then like a movie or whatever or whatever order. I was like, yo, before we do that. I got to make a quick pit stop. You know, of course, this is back when CDs was like the yeah. thing. And I yeah. love CDs because I love physical like memorabilia. Me too. I went to Best Buy and had picked up my pre-orders. The first song, I mean, the first album was Kaleidoscope Dream. Okay. But the second album I picked up was the 2020 Experience. Bro. Okay. Yes. Listen. Push your love, girl? Yo! Dustin gave us one. Yes, he did. Listen, I mean, yes, yes, it's like that. It's hard to mix. I forgot. Are you going all rap, all R&B, mixture, everything? That's why I tried to mix it. I was really trying to think of like album intros. Period. That's why me too. I was too. I I just kept forgetting about different artists. So much music that that we have consumed. It's yeah, because remember all of them. Because speaking of Justin, future sex love sounds. Boom, dude. I mean, I mean, there are certain artists that should not move move away from certain producers. Bro, bro, do you know the the intro to Justify? The intro track to Justify was Senorita. Yeah, yeah, and that like. That's how you start off. That's how you start off. Yeah. The net and <laughs> Justin. Oh, he don't miss. He well, the the backwoods one. What was that? Man of Man of the Woods. I just we, didn't listen to it. I, we don't know not. what that is. He don't miss. That was a great album. And you Yeah, I mean, it's a great album. I was like, I'm I, gonna I, give it a chance because I'm not mad it's, at that's, it. That's that's the definition of judging a book by its cover, my friend. It is a great album. Oh, I know I did. I I am completely honest that I judged it. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, and you're wrong in the judgment, but I'm just letting you know that you're very wrong in that judgment, brother. Okay, I'll I'll I'll. Yo, did you drop him because he told you you were wrong? No, no. <laughs> No, he said you're wrong in that judgment. 2023 on a different energy. Yo, it's the waves. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yo, he said you're wrong and dipped. And and got kicked out the room. That's gonna mess up my edit, bro. Hey, (laughs) Derek is a different breed. Yeah, he is. It's 2023, Derek. Different. I didn't do that. I I didn't I didn't do that. Mellow. My hand wasn't even on the mouse. You're wrong. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) My hand wasn't even on the mouse. I I didn't do it. I didn't do it. That wasn't on me. (laughs) Okay, I I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. But I think I I think Justin Timberlake is one of those artists that um like I said before there's certain artists that that should not move away from certain producers and i think not he didn't have timbaland on that album right man of the woods uh, 
actually. He did. I he said he had Timberlands. Timberlake's son. Oh, no. Hold on. My bad. Oh, that's a freaking. I was trying to read their album description on that, but I can pull that up, though. Because I didn't think he was on that. I didn't think he produced that album. He produced oh. uh, the first track. Mm-hmm. The first track? Yep, I'm he looking at the whole album. No, most of the album was uh the Neptunes, honestly. Yep, Neptunes. And that's just okay. a bit of producers. Timberland. I can already they tell are. that they probably produced <laughs> Breeze on the Pond. That sounds like a Neptunes production. I'm willing to bet that's one of the tracks they produced. I need, I just, I need, I need Justin back with Timbaland to do a full album. That's, that's, that's my take. I, I love their, their combo um, for sure. So I'll give Man of the Woods a shot. I, I'll, I'll give it a shot, but I can't stop listening to Future Sex Love Sounds in the 2020 experience one and two. Mm-hmm. Both, both albums. I like I don't care what anybody says. I thought that was a phenomenal concept and I thought that that was a ph- a phenomenal album. Uh no, you're right. That he did. So yeah, like, no, I'm with you on that one, Chris. I'm yo, I, I I I'm actually disappointed I forgot about Push Your Love Girl cuz Yeah, Justin was in his bag with that one. That that was MVP was. season. Yeah, yeah, no, he was. Mm. He was, he was. I, 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 I. Okay, so real quick, just to kind of like cap off this yeah. whole thing. Uh, do you guys think we're going to get back to artists, um, focusing on full structured albums like this? Because the mm-hmm. intros that we've all thrown out, the intros were on those on those projects just like it was like a tip of the iceberg all you could say all those albums were if we i'm pretty sure if we go back and look at all of our all those intros every one of those albums were were a hit um uh and one one like one i was talking about uh uh for for good kid mad city like it had a skit on the end of it, right? Like we don't hear skits in in albums anymore. Like, do you guys think we're gonna get back to that type of artistry, or that era is over? I'm torn. Yeah, I feel like as a mass majority, no, because their artists are able to find so much success just by putting out singles. So it's no incentive to let me sit down and make a coat collective project but there are some artists that such such as a kendrick such, such as a j cole who do still care about that so we're going to see it from them regardless mm-hmm. but as a mass majority no i'm uh yeah yeah i'm with that unfortunately i, I think the hard part well my because again like consumerism and, and American culture, we probably got like one of the most like foolish cultures in the entire world. Like, yeah. no, we, we don't do everything that some other people do, like in terms of like dictatorships or women got to dress like this, or we're just going to like off you in the middle of the street. But like how we consume material really shapes a lot of like what we do creatively and socially. And um, like I was watching a video yesterday 
the dude who made TikTok, he's getting interviewed and he's like, you know, uh, do you let your kids use TikTok? He's like, no, they're too young for that. He said it just like that. He's like, no, like they're too young for that. And the guy was like, how old are your kids? And he's like, eight and six. And you think about that, like, we start our kids now, like five, six, seven, eight. People like put them on TikTok, right? So basically, people are so used to like very short content and getting fulfilled like from really, really short syndications. So it's kind of hard to like actually have somebody pour their heart into a three minute song or make three verses and like keep your attention. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if you go to like a party or like a kickback or a club or a lounge, like the track might play for like a minute and a half and then it switches. You let it, it play for longer. Yeah, people be like, and that was too long. And like I'd never forget like Jay-Z saying and Renegade, like, do you fools listen to music or do you just skim through it? And then as a consequence, you'll notice like the average like album track has dropped from like four minutes a song to like two and a half minutes a song. Yeah, yeah. Like dudes are legit calling it albums in their 38 minutes. I'm like, bro, you just put out an LP. That's not an album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's it's unfortunate when you hear like the cast that we mentioned drop beautiful productions mm-hmm. and knowing that like society nowadays has conditioned themselves to like not have the attention span to actually appreciate it. Yeah. So it's something we can change, but it's like the way we consume stuff in America, I highly doubt that's gonna change. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I agree with that, unfortunately. That's why I said it was really unfortunate. Like, I didn't want to agree with that, but it's like, yeah, we do it to ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, um, wow, that kind of depressed me a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. My bad. (laughs) All right. Well, all right, let's go ahead and wrap it up um, and, and give the people our socials. Uh, Janine? <laughs> well, uh, my Instagram at Nina So, N-I-I-N-A-S-O-L. Um, you can find everything else on there as well. All right. Chris? I'm a one, like the numeral one, Chris Rob, C-H-R-I-S-R-O-B as in boy. It is the same on all platforms. You can basically find me on Twitter and Instagram, though. All right. Dwayne. So, man, follow your boy at Dwayne Dickey Jr. on Instagram. And if you're into music and all that good stuff, follow your boy at Highlight Life. H-I-L-I-T-E Life. Yes, sir. And uh, you can follow me at Derek underscore O-C-S. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K, the black way to spell it. Uh, but preferably uh, follow the brand at OTS Media Co. All social media platforms, uh, OTS Media on YouTube. Again, hit that like button, hit the subscribe uh, and notification bell as well uh, to get an update on when we post uh, new content for you guys. Uh, we have a lot of stuff that that's, of course, coming back. They, uh, namely, uh, fans is back. Uh, we are going to be um, uh, doing a battle pretty soon. Um, we just have to settle on the date. Um, Chris, I'm not sure if you and I are settled on doing the Wale Cole battle, um, but I am so here for it. Um, to it's whatever, good. 
Um, look, if you want the smoke, you can have it. So, <laughs> uh, let's let's get it popping. Um, bet, bet with it. Mixtapes mix included, the albums only. Let, let me know. Oh, the you rules. think I'm not included mixtapes? Oh, you finna get wrecked. Do you think I'm not included mixtapes? You you got to honestly, but you getting wrecked. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. I can kill you with the features alone. Features? Oh, I wasn't even doing features. I was going to do headlining tracks. But if you want to include features too, you're still getting wrecked. I'm whacking you with the features alone if I want to. But I will take I will take the mixtapes. I will take the full the full length albums, and I will come up with a, a list of tracks. All right. Cool. Let me know when uh, J. Cole makes the Dice Pineapples. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. All right. All right. All right. I'm not talking much trash. I just want you to know. I'm, I'm not talking trash. Either. I'm talking all platinum. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you, let me give you this work. So uh, that's going to be it for us. Uh, <laughs> We thank you guys for watching and or listening, and we will catch you all next time. Peace. Peace.